Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sniffin' Lines with Hunter Mickles. This is your boy, Hunter Mickles. I'm here to talk all about Week 5. Plenty of picks that I got for you guys. A lot, a lot, a lot of picks, to be honest with you. And even some potential upsets. That's all I'm talking about on this episode. I'm going to keep it a little short, I think, but... Who knows, I could ramble on for for hours about this week's games. There's some really good ones. With that being said, I just got to say thank you guys for listening. I really do appreciate it. I say it every episode. You guys are the best. Couldn't ask for anything better right now. All right, let's get into it. Let's get right into it. We're going to start off with the potential upsets today. I got... Three of them I'm going to talk about, even though I think there's probably five or six that I could get into. I'll I'll talk about three of them, and I'll get into them, and I'll just say the other two that I think could happen as well. Right away, I talked about this a little bit on the earlier episode, on Monday's episode. I got Iowa over Michigan. I mean, come on. It's Iowa. It's Kinnick Stadium. John Harbaugh said it himself. It's where top five teams go to die. Not many teams come in to Kinnick Stadium and beat Iowa. It's really tough, especially under the lights. Sadly, this game's at 11 o'clock. The Big Ten wanted their little golden boy Michigan to have a better chance of winning this game because let me tell you, if this Michigan team came to Kinnick and had to play a 6.30 kickoff, they'd fucking leave losing 30 to nothing. Just That's all I got to say. So they're playing at 11. I still like Iowa to possibly win this game. Their defense is one of the best defenses in the country, like usual. They allow 5.3 points a game or something like that. Barely give up any yards. They force turnovers. They force a lot of turnovers. And that's something Iowa's going to need to do to win this game. They're going to need to do a lot what Maryland did last week against Michigan. Drop eight back into coverage, which Iowa likes to do. Rush rush three. Try to get pressure on the quarterback. If not, you got eight guys back there guarding four or five receivers. So if Iowa does that and forces Michigan to run the ball to win the game and J.J. McCarthy, Michigan's quarterback, can't make plays with his feet or with his arm, Iowa's going to win this game. So that's my first one. Iowa over Michigan. The the line's at 10.5. Some places at, it's at 11. It keeps moving back and forth. I really love that pick. Moving on, we got North Carolina State over Clemson. This is going to be a really good game. Uh, the, the spread's at plus 7 right now. I think North Carolina State can go in to Death Valley and win this game. It, for sure cover, but... I think they'll go in and win this game. Uh, I mean, Devin Leary for North Carolina State has been having an iffy year so far, but I think he turns it around against a suspect Clemson secondary, has a good game, and North Carolina State rolls in there and wins this game. And last but not least, my last potential upset that I'm going to dive into is Arkansas beating Alabama. The spread's at 17.5. I think this one has a very... very small chance of happening, like a one out of ten, one and a half out of ten. I mean, Bama's really good. Arkansas is going to have to play basically a perfect game to win on Saturday. 
I mean, KJ Jefferson is having a solid year so far. He's got 941 yards, eight touchdown, one interception. He's got that fumble last week that sucks. He's got 274 yards on the ground, four touchdowns. Raheem Sanders, Arkansas's running back, has 508 yards and three touchdowns, averaging about 6.1 a carry. Arkansas is going to need to run the ball this this week to beat Alabama. They're going to need to run the ball for 250 yards. They they got to be able to pass and run. And I don't know if that'll happen because Alabama's got a pretty damn good run defense. But if KJ Jefferson can make plays through the air, it's going to open up that run game. And it all comes down to KJ Jefferson. KJ Jefferson makes plays, run game opens up. Arkansas has a really good chance of pulling this off. If KJ Jefferson is inaccurate with his throws, forces the ball too much, Alabama's probably going to run away with this one pretty early, pretty easy. So it all comes down to KJ Jefferson, in my opinion. So we'll see. But go over those Iowa over Michigan, NC State over Clemson, Arkansas over Bama. I'll talk about a couple other ones that I'm not going to dig into because I don't think they'll actually happen. But West Virginia over Texas. It looks like Quinn Ewers isn't going to play, so Hudson Card's playing again. West Virginia goes into Texas. Texas also plays Oklahoma next week. Could be looking ahead. Maybe it might happen. West Virginia over Texas. Next one, Oregon State over Utah at Utah. I don't really see this one happening. Highly unlikely. Oregon State with a tough loss last week. Utah is not in a position that they can lose another game. Uh, they, They need to win out. They need to go 11-1 and and win the Pac-12 championship to have any chance at making the playoff. I think Utah comes out. I think they're like a 10-point favorite. I think Utah comes out and wins that game pretty easily, but that's on there, Oregon State over Utah. All right, moving on. I'm going to talk about the lines that I gave you guys Monday night. I don't know if you guys followed them. If you did, great. That's perfect. Um, But if you didn't, whatever, no big deal. All right, first one I gave out, it was Iowa plus 10.5. I just talked about it. Defense is going to throw looks at Michigan like Maryland did. It's going to force some turnovers. It's a revenge game for Iowa at Kinnick. I think Kinnick's going to get behind this team. I think defense forces turnovers. That's going to help the offense in plus territory, score some points. I think Iowa wins this game outright, and they, of course, cover the 10.5. Next, I had over 66 in the Florida State-Wake Forest game. It's looking like... Uh, Hurricane Ian is going to be staying away from Tallahassee uh, when this game kicks off, which is really good for two really good offenses that like to throw the ball. I think this game ends, I said this, 40-37 to 37 around that area. This over covers pretty easily. Kansas plus 3.5 against Iowa State. I mean, Jalen Daniels is the only reason. Talked about that. Mississippi State minus 3.5. They're up to minus 4 right now. Will Rogers bounces back, has a good game. Uh against Texas A&M here. I think Texas A&M is a little too hyped up after a good win against Arkansas. A lucky win last week. Fuck Jimbo Fisher. Say that all the time. Fuck Max Johnson. Two overrated assholes. Uh, moving on. Liberty, minus one and a half. It's going to be Caden Salter's game. He's going to run the ball. He's going to throw the ball. He's going to pick apart a bad old Dominion defense. All right, getting into the new picks that I haven't talked about yet in any podcast. We're going to start it off with Kentucky traveling to Ole Miss. 11 o'clock kickoff on Saturday. I think Kentucky covers plus 6.5. I think Kentucky can win this game outright. I think this game's going to come down to turnovers, and Kentucky's more healthy. Will Levis, I think, is a better quarterback than what Ole Miss has down there. I think he's going to be smart with the ball. He's going to hang on to it, not throw any interceptions. He's going to run the ball real well. 
I think Ole Miss, Ole Miss is a run-heavy offense. I'm hearing that their top two running backs are not going to be playing this game, which means they're down to their third-string running back in a game that I think is going to be decided by turnovers. I think that third-string running back hurts Ole Miss a lot, and I think Kentucky forces a couple turnovers on them, maybe picks off their quarterback when they get a little desperate. I think Kentucky wins this game outright, especially covers the plus 6.5. Moving on, I got James Madison minus 21.5. Not many stats about this. I I told you guys I get a lot of these picks from a guy I follow on Twitter. He's got his own model. His Twitter handle is Stats O'War, S-T-A-T-S-O-W-A-R, Stats O'War. If you guys want to follow him, go ahead. He posts what he thinks the projected score is going to be uh, based off his model, all the stats and everything, and I go off of that. He has James Madison winning this game by 26 I, lo- I like this guy a lot. He knows his stuff. His model is usually pretty accurate, especially getting later into the year. The model is getting more stats for the teams. James Madison minus 21.5. They're coming off a big 28-3 comeback at Appalachian State. I look for him to start, hat, start hot and stay hot the whole game, cover 21.5 pretty easily. They play Texas State. Moving on, I like Eastern Michigan minus 19.5 versus UMass. I mean, I'm 2-0 betting on Eastern Michigan this year. They're a good team. They beat Arizona State outright a couple weeks ago. UMass is bad. They've always been one of the worst teams in college football. They still are a pretty bad team. I like Eastern Michigan to cover minus 19.5. This game's up to minus 21 now. I don't like it at that. I I think that's too high. That's three touchdowns. Eastern Michigan minus 19.5. Arkansas plus 17.5 versus Alabama. I just talked about this in the potential upsets. K.J. Jefferson, key to the game. Got to make plays with his arm and legs to open up the run game for Raheem Sanders. Got into that already. Over 58 in Coastal Carolina versus Georgia Southern. Coastal Carolina and Georgia Southern both have horrible uh, defense. Horrible defenses. Both really bad in uh, points allowed per game. Coastal Carolina is 129th in scoring defense. Georgia Southern is 51st in scoring offense. Coastal Carolina is 35th in scoring offense. I like this game being a slugfest. And like I said, that guy I follow on Twitter has this game being like 48 to 35 or something. And this game's only at 58 total points. So I love the over. Moving on, I have Virginia plus two and a half at Duke. I bet against Virginia last week. I shouldn't have. They looked really good in the second half against Syracuse. I like Virginia coming. Virginia's coming off a tough loss, so I like them a lot. Duke D is not good. Jalen Daniels exposed that last week. I think Virginia's quarterback makes some plays with his arm, throws the ball enough with for enough yards, enough touchdowns to cover two and a half, win this game outright. Virginia plus two and a half at Duke. NC State plus six and a half at Clemson. I talked about this one in the potential upsets. I look for DJ to struggle against a better defense this week. Wake Forest defense is really damn bad. DJ picked them apart. NC State is a lot better team than Wake Forest, a lot better defense than Wake Forest. I really look for DJ to struggle this week. I look for Devin Leary to get on track. Clemson's secondary is really bad. They showed that last week. A lot of penalties. They couldn't guard a fucking stick if they tried last week. 
I look for Devin Leary to break out this game, have a good game. I think NC State can win this game outright. For sure, cover six and a half. Moving on, over 43 and a half in the NC State Clemson game. This game started in the low 50s, and then Hurricane Ian looked like it was going to get to Clemson right as this game was kicking off. It's not looking like that anymore. This game dropped all the way down to 40 on Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, since the projections for Hurricane Ian aren't looking like it's going to be hitting that anymore, the wind projections are going down, so I think both teams are going to be able to throw the ball now. This game's moved up to 43.5. That's what I got it at. I like it anything below 48.5 or 49. I love it 48.5 or below. That's what I love it at. I think both teams are going to be able to throw the ball if the weather stays how it should. And this game goes over 43.5 pretty easily, like a 30-27 to 27 type game. Moving on, I got two games for tonight, Friday night. Starting off with UTSA minus four at Middle Tennessee State. I know you guys probably have only seen Middle Tennessee State play one time this year. That was last week against Miami, where they went into Miami and beat them. They're at an all-time high. This is the perfect spot for a letdown game. I think it happens. I think Middle Tennessee State cannot do what they did last week. I said this. Let me go back and look for just to make sure. They had, oh, where is it at? Right here. They had a 98-yard passing touchdown, a 71-yard passing touchdown, and a 69-yard passing touchdown with another 89-yard pass on top of that. They had four plays above almost 70 yards or more. That doesn't happen tonight. I think UTSA is a good team. They're, they had they had some high uh, predictions coming into this year. They're 2-2 two and two right now. I think UTSA wins this game pretty easily. I love a minus four tonight. Middle Tennessee State is going to have a letdown game. UTSA minus four. And then last but not least, I have over 66 in the Washington at UCLA game. Michael Penix transferred from Indiana. He's reunited with his old Indiana offensive coordinator. Michael Penix needs to start getting talked about for a Heisman. He's already at 1,300 passing yards this year. UCLA's 52nd in passing yards allowed per game. 99th in points allowed per game. This game's going to be an absolute shootout. UCLA's got studs on offense as well. Their quarterback is an absolute stud. Thompson Robinson, I believe, is his name. or Yeah, Thompson Robinson. I'm pretty sure that's his name. He's a stud. Throws for 230 yards a game. Can run for another 100 if needed. Absolute stud. This game's going to be a shootout, guys. Like, it's going to be a fun one to watch. It starts at 9.30 Central Time, so you guys better stay up for that. It's going to be a good one. Over 66 in Washington, UCLA. All right, let's recap everything. Start with the early lines. Iowa plus 10.5. Over 66 in the Florida State-Wake Forest game. Kansas plus 3.5 at home against Iowa State. Mississippi State minus 3.5 at home against... Texas A&M, Liberty minus one and a half on the road at Old Dominion. Kentucky plus six and a half on the road at Ole Miss. I like that game a lot. James Madison minus 21 and a half at home against Texas State. Eastern Michigan minus 19 and a half at home against UMass. Arkansas plus 17 and a half at home versus Bama. 
over 58 in the Georgia Southern at Coastal Carolina game. Virginia plus 2.5 at Duke. NC State plus 6.5 at Clemson. Over 43.5 in the NC State-Clemson game. UTSA minus 4 Friday night at Middle Tennessee State. And over 66 in the Washington at UCLA game. And then the potential upsets, Iowa over Michigan, NC State over Clemson, Arkansas over Bama. I told you guys it was going to be a quick episode. I got through it real quick. I hope you guys can keep along. I hope you guys follow me. I have a really good feeling about this week. Let's start off hot and let's stay hot. Let's get let's go 2-0 tonight and go into tomorrow up plenty of money, money to play with. I'm probably going to be tweeting out more picks if you want to follow my Twitter account at Sniffin' Lines, S-N-I-F-F-N-L-I-N-E-S, at Sniffin' Lines. I'll probably tweet two or three more games to add on to my card tonight after I, uh, after I see some injury news and see how some spreads change over the next few hours. So, again, this was Hunter Mickles. This was another episode of Sniffin' Lines with Hunter Mickles. I really appreciate you guys listening. This is episode six. I love doing this. You guys are the best. Love you guys like crazy. Peace out.